Hello everyone, and welcome to the first episode of The Chicken Coop. I'm the coop, you're the chickens. Welcome to The Chicken Coop. <laughs> so, I'm your host, I guess. That's a weird thing to say now. Cooper, um, that's why I'm the coop and you're, you guys are chickens. And in this podcast, I'm just going to spend 30 minutes talking about whatever the hell I want, because I can do that, because it's my show, and my show only. So most of the stuff I'm going to be talking about is probably going to be related one way or another to my hyperfixations because I am neurodivergent and I have a lot of interests in a lot of different things. And today I spun a wheel to decide which one of my current interests I should talk about. And that wheel landed on the Teen Titans. Um, If you guys haven't heard of the Teen Titans, which I think most people have, but just in case... Teen Titans is a superhero team from the DC Comics universe that basically is just, they're a bunch of teens doing shit. I mean, you can get that from the name the Teen Titans. Um, And they started in the comics, but they really gained a lot of infamy from the 2003 animated show Teen Titans. And later on, the Cartoon Network show Teen Titans Go, which a lot of people don't like. I will be touching on that later. Um, so, by the way, comic fans, like, I'm not the biggest comic fan, so please don't come up all up in my business because I don't, I'm not into comics as much as a lot of comic fans. I'm really into them now, but I'm still pretty new to it. And yeah, so I'm pretty into DC at the moment, and I have been for a while, but it's sort of been like an on and off thing. I wasn't really into it for a few years, but now I'm back into the whole thing. I was really into Marvel for a couple of years back because of the rise of the MCU and all the big movies like Endgame, Infinity War, and now I'm back into DC, and DC is great. I've always had this long-standing opinion that DC comics and animated shows are far better than Marvel's, Um, but Marvel always wins with the live-action movies, all the blockbuster movies. You know, you can't really beat the MCU, even though a lot of people think the MCU is tired and overdone. I still really enjoy all the movies. I think they're great movies. Um, okay. Kind of got off topic there, but now let's go back to Teen Titans. So, I, my first introduction to DC, because I'm pretty young, I wasn't around in the days of the old Batman shows, like Batman Beyond. It's pretty good, though. Like, all the old animated shows. I wasn't around growing up around those times. One of my first, like, real experiences that I can remember, at least I have a bad memory of, but I, like, my first time I remember actually really getting into DC content was Teen Titans Go!, which is not a good show, not anymore. It's very much a kid show. But holy shit, looking back on the clips that I used to watch, I basically discovered all this stuff on, on YouTube. On YouTube, like, clips, because I was an iPad kid and I spent most of my day on YouTube. Looking back on that stuff, how did I like that? Because it's so bad. There's just, like, mostly fart jokes and toilet humor. And Teen Titans goes honestly gone downhill. There's... Quite a few really good video essays somewhere on YouTube which talk about how it's just really shitty now and how it really doesn't live up to the original Teen Titans series, which I do agree with. The 2003 Teen Titans animated series is really good. And I haven't even watched that much of it, you know? But from, like, the little stuff I've seen, and also 
bring it back. It was canceled. It really doesn't deserve to be canceled. But it's pretty good. And, you know, Teen Titans Go recently, they keep making episodes where they play on people complaining that their show is too, like, kid-oriented or whatever. But that's not what people don't like about it. There's a whole really good video someone made on it. I don't remember who. But check that out if you want to see why. Um, TLDR, Teen Titans Go keeps making episodes about people wanting them to be more serious, but that's not what the main problem of the show show is, is that it's toilet humor, and it's not good for kids, even. It's not- kids don't like garbage toilet humor, that's- kids still have some sense of, like, common sense, you know? Anyways, Teen Titans still holds up, like, the characters and all that stuff, it really still does hold up. One show that a lot of people- like to talk about in relation to Teen Titans is Young Justice because they have the same sort of concept. I mean, they're like similar teams too. They have a lot of overlapping characters like like Speedy in the comics or whatever. Speedy and Robin, or Speedy aka Red Arrow aka Arsenal and Kid Flash and Beast Boy. You know, they really overlap. Young Justice is another animated show that I think in 2019 they made season 3 and now they're making season 4. I think it's still ongoing. I tried watching season 3 and 4. It got a bit too convoluted. The plot got a bit too convoluted for me. But I really enjoyed seasons 1 and 2 when I watched it when it came out. So, Young Justice is pretty... Young Justice is pretty good. But, I mean, I honestly think that... I think that Young Justice sort of has more of the comic sense to it than Teen Titans. Teen Titans feels a lot more like it could exist in its own world. Like... It could exist without you setting up, without, like, whatever, the show setting up the rest of the DC universe. Because the, from what I've seen of Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go, the shows at least, not the comics, I'm not talking about the comics here, is that they do a really good job of just having the setting of Jump City and then having all the heroes and villains that they fight. And they keep it sort of limited to that. They don't go out and expand on what the adult heroes think of them. And I know in Teen Titans Go, they do kind of talk about it, but it's not that much. Like, the stuff I've seen in Teen Titans Go that involves the adult heroes, like Batman, Superman, and the Justice League and stuff, that's all in the movie shows. Like, like Teen Titans Go to the movies, where they literally go back in time and ruin the big heroes' backstories. Don't- that's really weird. And also, like, what- I mean, Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go, kind of, not really, but it's mostly Teen Titans Go to the movies, where they've really had the involvement of the big heroes, and they do touch on that, but Teen Titans exists, like, in its own thing. But I feel like for Young Justice, a lot of comic fans really love Young Justice because it feels more like a DC Comics thing, because it's not like these young heroes popped out of nowhere. You know that it's, like, the first episode of Young Justice starts with these individual heroes and their sidekicks, making their sidekicks become a team. And I don't know why I'm talking about this. See, this is what this podcast is really going to be. It's just going to be me talking about stuff. It's not even, like, anything opinionated. It's just me talking about stuff, which is, yeah. This is kind of therapeutic. It's actually pretty therapeutic. I'm just going to take a sip of my coffee here. Anyways, yeah. Young Justice is a whole DC Comics thing, you know? And... Especially because Teen Titans Go is such of, like, I wouldn't want to say mainstream, but you have to admit it's kind of mainstream. I have some of my closest friends, okay, most of my closest friends, pretty much all of my closest friends don't, are not into this kind of stuff like I am. So, like, one of my best friends is 
it's the same thing as like opposites of attract, you know, we're best friends, but our interests are completely not aligned. Um, I was, I saw her like the other day for lunch and I started rambling about Batman and stuff, right? And what she knew about DC was all from Teen Titans Go clips on YouTube. And I know that like a lot of comic fans are like, this isn't what we want our heroes to be known as. We don't want them to be known as these goofy, trash jokes, trash humor characters from Teen Titans Go, but that's really what people think. And they don't really think it's that bad, honestly. They just think it's childish and think most people know that like Batman and Superman are like it's basically people either think that Batman and Superman are brooding characters, like from the movies like Batman v Superman and all that stuff, or they think of Teen Titans Go. So if you think of the sidekicks, most people are gonna think of a lot of really childish brightly colored stuff which is kind of what comics are but not the childish aspect i'm just talking about the costumes are really bright like they are really bright um but if you think of like the justice league and stuff a lot of people are going to think darker themes similar to i mean like the mcu has a good balance of it you know they have a lot of the comedy a lot of the humor and they do tackle these darker themes but with not that sort of like oh we want to be quote-unquote realistic with it and quote-unquote dark and then they just end up not really getting a good movie out of that, like what they did with Batman v Superman and stuff like that. And, you know, I think that needs to change, like the mainstream media, how they portray- I mean, actually no. I don't think it needs to change. Because at the end of the day, we need to admit that not everyone are comic fans. And that's totally fine. Because most of the problems that comic fans have with this stuff is that it's not really- comic-y enough um but a lot of the reason most of these dc movies seem much darker and grittier and too dark and too gritty to, for some people is because they're not made from the perspective of oh we're trying to target comic fans with this we're trying to target the main market and what the main market wants apparently is darker movies they don't want to have all of the unrealistic superhero elements of it because that's not what people like seeing. People want it more realistic and of course they overdo that with making them way too dark and gritty, which is why I think the MCU does a really great job at it. The MCU has totally marketed to the mainstream audience and they've totally achieved the balance of having it being comic-y, even though of course there's a lot of complaints people have and like the stories are not compliant with the comics in a lot of ways and, you know... A lot of there's a still a lot of stuff about that that's not totally I, that I don't totally agree with, but the MCU has done a great job at achieving that balance. Whereas I feel like DC, in the eyes of like the main media, still doesn't really have a sort of established like idea, you know. Like the MCU, everyone knows about the MCU, but if you think of DC, it actually also really does depend on which generation you're in, um, how you think of. DC Comics is what generation you're in. Because, you know, a lot of the older folk... Like, my parents would probably think of, like, Batman 66. Like, them dressed up in spandex costumes with bright purple Barbara Gordon Batgirl. And Robin in bright traffic light colors. And, you know, that's totally fine, too. But, you know, a lot of... I feel like young adults would probably think of the... Maybe, like the Batman v Superman era stuff, the new Justice League movies, and we don't talk about Ezra Miller's Flash. <laughs> and, 
maybe also like the what I forgot you know the Batman and Robin movie the really bad one that era of movies um and the newer generation like kids younger than me or even kids my age because I'm I'm almost 17 and I still think of Teen Titans Go a lot so people around my age and younger because we're the iPad kid generation would definitely think of what's on YouTube and a lot of what's on YouTube is actually revolving around these younger superheroes now because they're trying to make those marketable to kids and because YouTube is like the prime way to get to kids for some reason now. YouTube kids. There's all the Teen Titans Go stuff. That's all YouTube kids. There's um, DC Superhero Girls, which actually I've seen some of it. Isn't that bad? They're, they rebooted it for some reason. I don't know why. But honestly, I don't think it's all that bad because you're just going to have different perceptions of it. Whereas Marvel has is sort of similar for like what most people know it for, which can get a bit boring, but you know... DC is trying their best, and I do think that Teen Titans Go is, like, it's fine. I mean, it's not good, but it definitely was better at first. They sort of lost track of what they were doing, and I think kids deserve better humor than toilet humor, and but they can still work for that, you know? But I, you know, th I actually did watch, like, the movies. I watched Teen Titans vs. Teen Titans Go, which wasn't that bad. I liked the cameos from the other... Like, there was, like, Young Justice... I think it was Young Justice cameos. And then they... Sh I They did strip Nightwing down at one point, which was kind of weird. Um, I mean, okay, who doesn't want to see Nightwing's ass? Okay, nope, we're moving... We're getting past that. Nope. So! <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but Teen Titans Go is not that bad. Anyways, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and talk about... Some of the, char the characters in Teen, Teen Titans. Fuck, I cannot talk properly. Um, anyways, the characters that most people associate with Teen Titans now is not exactly the same as the actual, like, Teen Titans characters. Because they have- there's been a bunch of variants variants of the team Teen Titans, obviously. Um, and the characters in the shows are obviously not gonna have the exact same personalities as they do in the comics. Um... But yeah, so then Teen Titans Go and the original Teen Titans show, which is basically what Teen Titans Go is based on. So they have Robin, Starfire, Cyborg, Raven, and Beast Boy. And then sometimes they have, like, other characters on occasion. So the Ro Robin. Robin is the one I know the most about. Robin in Teen Titans is supposed to be Dick Grayson, Richard Dick Grayson Robin, who is the original Robin. His parents were, he was in the circus and his parents were acrobats and then they died and then he was like, oh shit, and then he got adopted by Batman, Bruce Wayne, etc, etc. So he's supposed to be the original Robin, but but his personality in the show has always not been really Dick Grayson-like. They've always sort of given him, even the costume kind of, they've always given him the costume of, and the personality of Tim Drake, which is most likely because... Tim Drake is the third Robin who came around in the late 80s and he's still Red Robin in the comics today, but he was Robin until like the early, mid-2000s, mid I think. And he's the probably one of the most popular ones, the one that most people know. He's the smart Robin. Tim Drake is the one who figured out the identity of Bruce Wayne and all the other people he works with just by himself when he was nine years old. And... 
he sort of, like, Dick Grayson is supposed to be the more, like, if you think about Robin outside of Teen Titans Go, you probably think of this young, bright kid who's, like, the antithesis to Batman, who's, like, young and cheery and happy and all that stuff. That's Dick, who Dick Grayson is. So in Teen Titans, you know, hold on, I'm trying to find the list of Teen Titans members so I can talk about all of them. So in, in, like, yeah, so they're... I mean, he was part of the original Teen Titans team in the comics from the 1960s, and that was also the reason... Well, Dick Grayson was, not Tim Drake. Tim Drake, was he ever... Actually, I'll find that out. But Dick Grayson was a member of the original Teen Titans team in the comics, which then led to him leaving Batman and then becoming Nightwing. Because, like, he he was a leader, too, but he didn't want to work as Batman's psychic anymore. And he was like, oh, fuck you, Batman. I worked with the Titans, and I was cool on my own. So, yeah. So he... Yeah, that's him in Teen Titans, the show. It's more like Tim Drake, where he's more of a... Like, the leader-type character, less cheery and less bright. But that does sort of... It is sort of like him as he ages on in the comics. So next we have Starfire, who everyone... Um, everyone knows Starfire, you know. She's the alien princess in her alien attire. Yes, that is from the Teen Titans Go to the Movie song. I have the entire rap memorized. It is a good song, and I will not argue with anyone on that. Anyways, Starfire is an alien princess from Tamaran, the planet, and she's, her name is Coriander. Like, like the friggin' herb. Um, yeah, I've never understood why her name is the herb, like Coriander. Which people call cilantro in America or something. Anyway, she's Cory Starfire. She can do a lot of stuff like fly and have cool freaking hair, I guess. Yeah. And then we have Cyborg. According to this wiki, is the second in command. I don't know if he is in Teen Titans Go. But the thing about Cyborg, which I never really understood, is that Cyborg is... In my head, Cyborg has always been a, like a... Justice League guy. And in a lot of the other DC animated stuff too, at least. I don't know a lot about Cyborg in the comics, personally. But most of like the DC stuff I've seen, other than Teen Titans, Cyborg is a member of the Justice League and not the Teen Titans. Well, we'll figure that out, I guess. But yeah, Cyborg is there. And yeah, he he's a Cyborg. I mean, there isn't really much to him other than that. There's Raven, who is the daughter of... What the fuck is his name again? Daughter of Trigon. Yes, the fucking demon. Imagine Satan, but he's, like, big and buff and has, like, six eyes. And she has, like, magical powers and stuff. And she has a gem in her head that... It's either trapping him... Either trapping, like, her dad in, or it's, like, magical power stuff. Yeah. And then there's Beast Boy, who is green and can turn into any animals. I love Beast Boy. He's one of my personal favorites. Um, in the original Titans show, there was also Titans East, which is like... Like, Teen Titans is supposed to be... Well, they're in Jump City or whatever, but in it's San Francisco. I don't know what Jump City is. I don't know if Jump City is a real place. But in the comics, they're in San Francisco, I think. And Titans East has Bumblebee, who is also in the, um, the DC Superhero Girls TV show now. Um, and Roy Harper Speedy, who is, like, 
green arrow, but red. So he's red arrow. I don't know. I never understood why his name is Speedy, because that always made me think he was, like, a Flash sidekick. Like, there's Flash and then Kid Flash and, like, Impulse. Impulse, I don't really get either. But why is Speedy Speedy? Anyways, there's also Garth, who is Aqua Lad, Aquaman, but not. Then there's Masi Menos, which are... They're, they only speak Spanish, and they're plus and minus. That's what Masi Menos means, and I don't... I never... I don't know what they do. I don't remember what they do at all. There's a bunch of other characters in that, but I'm not going to go down the list. Now we're going to talk about the original Titans in the comics from the 1960s to 70s. Yeah. So Dick Grayson was Robin, then he became Nightwing. It's the same sort of character, I guess. He was the leader, too. And, yeah. And then... See, this is where it sort of diverts. Garth in the comics was not in Teen Titans East. He was in the original Teen Titans. He was, I mean, yeah, he died and then he came back because, you know, DC shit. He was a founding member too. Aqualad, Mini Aquaman. Then here's Kid Flash. Wally West, Kid Flash, specifically. And yeah, he was also a founding member. And then there's Wonder Girl, Donna Troy. And Speedy also, slash Arsenal, I guess. He has too many names. Speedy, Red Arrow, Arsenal. Just pick one. God. There's also um, Hawk and Dove. Yup. Friggin' Aqua Girl. There's like a lot. Joker's daughter. Okay, I did not know that. And Bumblebee 2, Flamebird, etc. You know. There's a lot of characters, essentially. But the ones I usually think of when I think of like the original Teen Titans would be. Robin, Dick Grayson, uh, Robin, Dick Grayson, Robin, Bracket, Dick Grayson, Aqualad, Wonder Girl, Kid Flash, and Speedy. That's, like, who I think of, usually, when I think of the comics Teen Titans. Like, the original ones. And then they have the new Teen Titans, which, actually, uh, the new Teen Titans has the characters that most people know from Teen Titans Go, because it's from the 80s, but Robin was not... Dick Grayson, Robin was Jason Todd, um, you know, yeah, Robin was Jason Todd, who later died, um, he's the one who's known for dying, but yeah, there's Beast Boy and Raven and Starfire and Cyborg, oh, Cyborg, yeah, the new Teen Titans have Beast Boy, Raven, Starfire, and Cyborg as founding members, and then they decided to replace Jason Todd Robin with Dick Grayson Robin for the TV show, which is kind of weird that you think about it, it's cause, like, that, it's weird because, um, Dick Grayson is older than the rest of them in the comics, except Starfire. He does have a thing with Starfire. But, yeah, they just, they wanted Dick Grayson. I don't know why. Not a few other characters, too, etc. You know? They have, like, a bunch of, there's a, there's been a bunch of Teen Titans. Oh, God, there's so many. Okay, yeah. Here's the other one. This is the one, this is like a teen, this Teen Titans post-graduation day team is basically like Young Justice, but Teen Titans, where it has Red Robin, Tim Drake, and Superboy, and Speedy, but a different Speedy, etc, etc. And it's, you know, they keep, they, they like to just pick and choose characters for animated shows because they can do whatever they want, you know? Damian Wayne at some point, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's just so many Teen Titans. Anyways, the new Teen Titans that I like to think... The new comics, like the ongoing Teen Titans run, has some interesting characters that not a lot of people know about, which I've actually been reading this new one. Um, hold on. 
current run. Teen Titans current run. Anyways, yeah. So, the current Teen Titans run has a team where most people would know as... I mean, most people would know, like, the characters that they know would be Robin, most likely. And, I mean, there's Kid Flash, but also it's not... Basically, it's all these... I mean, okay, there's Robin, who is not Dick Grayson anymore, obviously, because he's, like, Nightwing now. But he's Damian Wayne, who is the newest Robin. Most comic fans don't know him. Basically, he is Bruce Wayne's only biological son, who was raised by the League of Assassins until he was 10, and then met his dad, and then tried to kill his older brother, and then almost did, and then he was like, fuck you, dad, I'm gonna be Robin, even though you don't want me to be. And then he, now he is Robin. And now he's, I think, 13 or 14? Anyways, yeah. And alongside him is Kid Flash Wallace West, who is not Wally West. Do not mess that up. I, it's confusing, you know? Yeah. He's the other Kid Flash. And there is, um, what's her name? It's Red Arrow, I'm pretty sure. It's Red Arrow, but it's not... Um, it's not, it's not Roy Harper, it's, what's her name? Is it Amiko Queen? I think it's Amiko Queen, who is Oliver Queen's daughter, who is, Oliver Queen is Green Arrow, by the way. And, yeah. So those are, like, the three characters that existed before they made the comics, and then they made the rest of the team just for this comic. Um, just for this comic, yeah. So this is Jin, who is a friggin' genie who was, like, trapped in something and then released... And then she joined their team. And she's cool. And she is Damien Wayne's love interest, I think, which I have qualms with. I think it's weird that Damien Wayne has had more love interest than his brother, who is older than him. Anyways, I'm not going to talk about that now. Um, we also have Roundhouse, who is really... He's, like, awesome. He basically can just, like, bounce everywhere and he can... He's really sweet. Roundhouse, he, like, died for a bit and then he came back. Which, I mean, okay, a lot of characters do that, but he died for a bit, and then it was revealed he never died, because Wa and then Wally found him or something. He was just, like, recovering, like, from death. I guess, yeah. And there's also... Um... Who else? Yeah, there's also Crush, who's the daughter of Lobo, basically. And she can just punch really hard. One of her comics is coming out, I think, for, um... Yeah, there's a comic about her and her dad for DC Pride Month, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Teen Titans, the new one is pretty cool. I read that in the library one day, and I was like, damn, I gotta catch up on DC Comics again. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy Teen Titans. I think Teen Titans is fucking rad. I don't, I don't know why I'm, I'm rambling now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, Teen Titans is pretty cool. Teen Titans is what got me into DC Comics now. And now I am really into it. I really love DC Comics. I'm especially into, like, Batman side of things. Robin was always one of my favorite characters. Actually, no, Beast Boy was my favorite, and then Robin. Beast Boy is, like, the funny, quirky one, you know? He's cool. Beast Boy is cool. Beast Boy is cool. I think he's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I'm really into the Bat Family stuff now. And thanks to Teen Titans for doing that. 
Actually, I do appreciate Teen Titans Go and the kids shows nowadays for serving as a sort of gateway into the DC universe for a lot of younger people like me, kids like me, you know. It's that kind of mainstream stuff that gets people into the deeper stuff. So no matter what you guys, you comic fans say about how shitty the shows are in the movies and all that stuff, even though it may be true, you know, without that kind of stuff that reaches out, that, like, markets to the mainstream audience, you're not gonna have comic fans that are dedicated like that. Um, yeah. I think we're gonna end today's episode here, locking up the chicken coop for tonight. Um, I'll see you guys next time on whatever the hell we're gonna be discussing on the chicken coop.